Welcome back to another episode live from the dojo. We will be seeing. We're back on the couch. Trent's back. Uh, we're all back in Dallas, Texas. It's been a crazy Memorial Day weekend of sports, of stories, I'm sure. I mean, I got the tomato sitting next to me. But before we get to it, we do want to shout out the winner of our contest. If you commented and liked and subscribed on our one of our latest um, podcast episodes on the YouTube, you got entered in a chance to win your favorite jersey. So shout out Michael Hoey from Ireland, Dublin, Ireland, Michael Hoey. Um, wow. He got the Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry, 2009, Hardwood Classic, Road Swingman jersey. Um, congrats, Michael. That's a W, w jersey. Can't go wrong with right? that. So what did that one look like? Steph w Curry. Ireland, though. Global. Love to see that. Steph Curry. 2019. Hardwood Classic. 2009. 2009. Oh, oh yeah, the classic. That's dope. That's a sick one. You're basic, Mike. No, I'm just kidding. Let's go. Shout out, Michael. Um, also, this episode has been brought to you by Jackpocket. Jackpocket is the best way to do the lottery. If you're from New Jersey, Texas, wherever it is, if you're from the state where it is legal in, you know the worst part about the lottery is you have to go to the physical location and buy the ticket and sit there and get judged by the guy while you're picking your numbers. Jackpocket simplifies all of that for you. You download the app. You you purchase as many tickets as you want. They buy the tickets for you, and they keep them safe in their location and if you win they will deliver it safely to you so download the jackpocket app today if you love the lottery and you're in a state where it's legal <laughs> let's go how was your memorial day weekend dude memorial day weekend was great uh, i was in california with my girlfriend uh at palm springs let's go fell asleep on a pool raft again this is the second time in the last like three months this has happened and uh, I got, I'm done doing that shit. I'm done doing it. I cannot beat the sun, man. I got to just tell myself it's going to be painful as fuck if I try and do this again. But so did, did nobody wake you up? Like, I'm confused. How big is this pool to the point where it'd be like, oh, like, did you get lost in the pool? <laughs> no, like, where no, did no. Trent go? Or did everyone just let it happen? Uh, so my girlfriend was reading a book and we were just vibing and I just fell asleep and the UV was 10. Yeah. Oh. So it didn't take long. No sunscreen. No sunscreen. Not That's a lick good. of it. Not a lick of That's it. That's good. So, uh, dude, it was so fucking painful, bro. I literally looked like the chubby kid from Up. Like, my face was so swollen. Wait, so describe to me what happens, because I've had really bad sunburn a couple times, like, on my feet where they've turned purple. Um, I got it a couple weeks ago where my chest just turns red. But I've never gone through the stages of sunburn that you've gone through. So can you just like walk me through what happens when you're that sunburned? Yeah, uh, it sucks, bro. Um, <laughs> the worst part about it is this face swelling. And like, especially right here on the eyelids, bro. Like it was, my eyelids were like drooping over my eyes. So I could like fucking see my eyelids. And they were just like, swelling so much dude and it just like totally made my face look so weird and so like we were taking pictures together met up with some family and i know i just looked so fucking weird dude did you so get like sucked. a strong urge to tie a bunch of balloons to the house you're staying at <laughs> and see if it floated away dude so and so i'm just bathing in aloe vera like the, the whole rest of the time didn't go out in the sun again uh but got to watch you know some sports game six of the stanley cup and game seven of the uh eastern conference finals yeah we'll talk about both those um Basically, was just nuking prize picks the rest of the trip uh, and nuking some parlays as well. But mm -hmm. shit sucks. Don't fall asleep in the sun. It's summertime. Wear sunscreen. Trust me, it's fucking worth it. You do not want to be a fucking snake, right? I got out of the shower today and my whole body is peeling. The entire fucking thing. It's like the worst. From chin to toes, I've got skin peeling everywhere. That's disgusting. Yeah. And it's dude, on my bad. face, bro, and after the second day, my face was starting to peel and I was like, I started like picking at it cause it was fucking everywhere on my face. And all of a sudden it was like just one massive piece of skin that just turned into like a fucking face mask. And I ripped the whole thing off my face I'm gonna throw up. and it was, I, honestly, it was the most satisfying thing I've ever seen. That's the most foul, <laughs> that is the most foul thing I've ever But it was heard. like, and I'm literally holding dude, fucking. That's dude. so gross. It was. Dude. Don't dangle it. <laughs> Don't fucking dangle it when you tell. I was the like, story. holy shit, dude! No way that just happened, dude. That's foul. Uh, Did yeah. you get itchy? Because I got really bad sunburn once when I was. I forget what vacation. We might have went to Florida, and 
I didn't I didn't fall asleep in the pool, but we were doing stuff and I had my shirt off. We were playing like pickleball and then we like were we went out on like paddle boards, whatever it was. It was a real bougie vacation. But I had my shirt off the whole time and I got really, really bad sunburn. And I got really itchy. Did you get like itchy? That was the worst thing. Like, dude, I did I had to go sit in the cold shower because it was so uncomfortably itchy. I've never been itchy like that before. Did you get like the yeah. that itch? And it's so hard not to itch it too. And I was trying so hard not to because I, I knew it would leave scars and shit. And, mm. like, I definitely didn't want scars on my face. No. So I was just bathing in aloe vera. Anytime it dried up, I put it on again. Uh, and I'm sitting there with fucking heat ML. And they and they give up a layup to Derek White, <clears throat> 0.2 seconds left, bro. And I'm sitting there looking like the chubby kid from Up, heat ML in my back pocket, sunburn as fuck. I mean, so let's talk about that it. That one stung. Let's, what a game that was. Let's talk about it, though. Game six in Miami. Um, I forget what I had in that game. I actually don't know if I even bet that game. I actually did not bet that game because I was at a bar for nine hours. Well, let me tell you about my world day. Yeah. This guy, you know? Yeah. Not even a, how was yours? How was your Memorial Day, Mike? It was great, man. Um, no, I went back down to the, the Jersey Shore. Uh, Jalen Brunson tweeted, you know, you can't, nothing beats Memorial Day weekend down the shore, and I think he's 100% right. It's the most fun ever. It's like everyone's going to bars, everyone's outside, everyone's wearing shorts, it's sunny, it's like you just can't beat the Jersey Shore during Memorial Day weekend, but we did that day specifically, I didn't put any bets in because we did a nine-hour shift at the bar. Um, we got there at like 2 p.m. and we left at, I think, midnight because we just couldn't make it till 2 a.m. Um, but no, it was great, man. I mean, got to hang out at the Columns. Um, next time I go back, I'm definitely going to the Parker House if anyone knows who those bars are. But no, it was great, man. But let's talk game six because we were sitting there and, and I was in line at the bar. I had to leave the bar for a second and then I got back in line and in line at the bar, it happened. I knew the Heat were up because in the bar before I left, they were winning. And I left for a second. I came back, got back in line. Um, and I opened my phone and I opened the score app and the Celtics won by one. And I was like, what the fuck yeah, just dude. happened? This kid behind me is like, dude, what the fuck What the fuck happened? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like going through the play-by-play. I'm like trying to figure it out. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I saw it happen and my first thought was, oh my God, Jimmy Butler's going to be the first guy to blow through yeah. the lead. I was yeah. like, immediately... My thought was game seven is fucking over. Over, dude. This, this amount of momentum, like this amount of the fucking narrative. You know the NBA is script, so I thought Adam Silver was licking his chops like LeBron's gone, but we're about to set like a record that's never been done before. They're going to come back from 3-0. Back to Boston. Boston's so hard to play in. My first thought was... Fuck, he's gonna lose four straight. I know. And what, what was your thought? Because you had money on it. I didn't have money on that game. So I actually had the Heat plus three in Game Six. So it was kind of a legacy, but okay. I also had sprinkled the money line as well. And honestly, I was trying to jinx the Heat. Like I did not like betting the Heat in the series at all. I had the Celtics in the first three games, obviously L's. Then I had the Heat the next two games, and I've lost basically every fucking bet so far, or the next three actually. So I was lost six straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the heat because I know they're fucking not winning. And I'm going to jinx them because I'd rather honestly see the Celtics in the finals. And so I take heat money line, game seven. Uh, and I'm sitting there Sorry. with my with my sunburn. I make this video about, you know, the signs, the, the signs, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there with the worst sunburn I've ever had. What gave me the sunburn, the heat? The signs were pointing to heat plus eight, heat money line. I was like, fuck it, I'll nuke it. So I nuked it, and I'm sitting there, man. I totally thought the Celtics were going to, you know, come into to Boston game seven, legacies, first three, three nothing comeback ever. And, dude, they came out so flat. So flat. I don't know if it was necessarily flat, though. I think here's what happened. Jason Tatum turns his ankle on the first, first play, play of the entire dude, game. Chalked everything. I'll be honest, and I'm not just saying this to say this. Um, I had the Heat team total, so I wasn't really rooting for a side. I just wanted the Heat to score more than 100 points. I was like, 98 and a half in a game seven is fucking absurd. Um, thank God I didn't take the Celtics team total. I'll be the guy that says it. If Jason Tatum doesn't turn his ankle, I think they probably win that game because he couldn't even move on it, and he played 40 minutes, 38 minutes, dude. So it was like they knew he had to be out there. He knew he had to be out there. There was a couple moments where you saw him, he'd go to the rack and he'd like do a Jason Tatum move and then he would land and it would be like, yeah, oh, be like, fuck, dude, yeah. I can't do this shit. So it was like, 
he had a debilitating ankle turn to the point where he couldn't even like put a jump shot up because if the minute he left his feet, the come down hurt so bad. So I will say, I think if he's doesn't turn on the first fucking play of the game, and by the way, you could tell he was going to start the game aggressive because he attacked the basket. So he knew what he had to do that game. Um, I think the turnout would have been very, very different. But again, if you're looking at this Celtics team and you're in that front office, it's blow up time. Yeah. Because your second star didn't show up. He had more turnovers than the entire Miami Heat team combined. Damn. Talking about Jalen Brown. Damn. He had eight turnovers. They had seven. Jesus. As the Miami Heat, he, he had, had eight himself. Eight himself. Eight himself. And in that scenario, you have to go, okay, Jason's down, but we still got Jalen. And we still got Marcus. If I'm sitting in that front office, I'm going, all right, it's blow up time. Like, we're going to keep Jason because you can't go to Jason. There's no shot you go to Jason. But you move Jalen, you move Marcus, you get rid of Al Horford. You probably get rid of almost that whole starting five. You maybe keep Derek White. He looked like he stepped up a little bit. But the fact that Derek White is stepping up in an elimination game when you have a guy that probably was pretty close to a max contract before the the last two games of this series and Jalen Brown turning the ball over more than the entire other team, that's got to be, right? That's got to be blow-up time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you move on from this season especially after losing the finals last, last year. year. The expectation this year was basically finals or bust. And you got an eight seed coming into your house. Yeah. You got exactly what you want, mm-hmm. and you fumble the bag. How do you not blow it up? There's no way Celtics fans don't want it to blow up. Like, yeah, I would love to know. Like, where is the Boston fandom? I mean, honestly, I couldn't love it anymore how in pissed the Boston fandom are. The fucking Bruins got their shit punched <laughs> off. The Celtics just got their dick punched off by an eight seed. The Patriots are going to fucking suck dick. Like, I'm just loving this, having grown up, like, in New Jersey and then went to school in New England. The Red Sox are falling. The Red Sox are pissed, dude. Like, there is nothing better than the downfall of Boston sports right now because they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They're like, we're going to be the first team to come back from 3-0. Then they come back in their house and get their fucking, like, dick punched off by Jimmy Butler. And it's like, they have no response. It's like the best shit ever, and they can't look forward to football season because they're going to suck even worse in football. Like, just the downfall of Boston sports are now I'm going to, like, love and, like, sit in and, like, enjoy. (laughs) Um, But if I'm a Boston fan right now, dude, I don't know where we go from here. This was the roster. You lost the finals last year, and you go, this is the roster that wins us in NBA finals. So where do you go now that you just lost to an eight seed? I don't know, dude. They had the roster. They've got the role like players. The roster. I know. They got the guys. They've got their two superstars. They've got a big man. They've got their role players. They've got guys coming off the bench that are scoring you know, 12, 15 points. And by the way, let's not act like the role players weren't starters. Malcolm Brogdon was a starter on the Pacers. Derek White was a starter on the Spurs. Like These are role players that shouldn't even be role players. It's like, where do you go? Where do you go? I don't know. I really don't know. There's going to be some very, very big decisions made this summer. And this seems like it's going to be the summer of of movements in the offseason of the NBA. Like, you know, the Warriors are blowing it up a little bit. Yeah. The Celtics have to blow it up. The Heat just became a destination. If you didn't believe them last year, you believe them now, where you want to go play for them. Um, You know the Lakers are getting blown up. For sure. They're not happy with what they're doing. I'm sure the Suns are going to make some moves, like considering Chris Paul, DeAndre Aiden doesn't want to be there anymore. Like, there's going to be a lot of movement going. You know, Mikael Bridges and staying in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a lot of movement this offseason. But that game seven, let's also give our flowers to the Heat. For sure. They definitely they earned that it. shit. They earned that shit. They deserve it. How about the Caleb Martin story, though? Dude. How this, cool is that? So cool, dude. I've actually, like, I'm not saying this just because he's fucking trending right now and he's balling in the playoffs, but uh, me and my boy in college used to love watching Nevada basketball because of Caleb and Cody Martin, mm. and they'd both be on the floor at the same time. It was just really fun to watch because they look exactly the same, and, like, they'd basically do the exact same thing on every possession, bro, and it was just really cool to watch, and they were really good. And so we kind of became, you know, Wolfpack fans, watching them throughout the tourney. We were rooting for them in the tourney. They made it pretty far. I think it was like the Sweet 16. Yeah, they went far. um, So we were just like Martin fans. And then this Martin, Caleb, didn't even get drafted, which is Mm -hmm. interesting. The other brother did, Cody, uh, who's on the Hornets right now. They were both on the Hornets. They were both on the Hornets, yeah. Caleb. Um, But I always believed, you know, he was a good ball player. 
And I'm glad the Heat, you know, gave him a shot. You see that story about J. Cole? Like, well, that's what I was about to say. How yeah. cool is that that he gets cut by the Hornets, right? His brother's still on the team. That's got to be a weird dynamic in the house. You're like, fuck, man, they're probably living together. Yeah. So he's like, his brother gets up and goes to work, and then he's fucking sitting there. And, you know, it's another one of those things where you don't realize how good NBA players are. You know, I saw a couple of videos. Like, I saw Mitchell Robinson playing one-on-one, and he's fucking putting it behind his back, yeah. step back three. He's like, you don't realize the level of how good these guys really are compared to the average player you see at like a lifetime be like, oh, I got fucking ball. Yeah. But like it's a testament to, and we talk about it here all the time at Book It, like the work works, right? He went to his local gym in North Carolina that J. Cole belongs to every single day. J. Cole said he didn't miss a day. Monday through Sunday, he was at that gym every single day working out. And J. Cole, he's, and Caleb said that uh, J. Cole came up to him every day. I was like, anyone call you yet? After like two weeks of every day being at the gym, J. Cole was like, anyone call you yet? Like, you get any calls yet? You get any calls? And Caleb's like, no, no, nothing, nothing. And you wouldn't expect him to get any calls, right? Because once the Hornets caught you, like he didn't really do anything. I watched the Hornets last, like the year that he was on them because that was the year LaMelo Ball got drafted to them. And it was like, he never did anything crazy special. Like Cody would have games where he'd have like 15, 28, 30 points. But it was never like Caleb did anything crazy. And then, you know, Karan Butler, J. Cole called him. He gave him a shot at the Heat. Uh, two-way turned into a full-time contract but the work works and then it's when you have that opportunity grab it right like he had an opportunity this playoffs Tyler Hero goes down Kyle Lowry gets moved to the bench who's stepping up right and I saw this video and it was like the moment that Caleb Martin knew he had to be the guy he called the ball off from Jimmy like, he was like, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. And then he hit, like, a step back. Through. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. now we're here. But, dude, the, one of the coolest stories, I think, of the entire playoffs is For Caleb sure. Martin. And it was funny because I was watching, I think it was game seven, when he was really starting to take over. Um, the broadcasters, every time he'd make a basket, they were just like, cha-ching, cha-ching, because <laughs> he's playing himself into some serious coin. A max contract, yeah. dude. Because it's not one of these – it doesn't feel like a flash in the pan. Yeah. Because he's – it's not like he's just jocking threes and they're going in. Like, dude, he's like playing good basketball. Both ends of the floor. He's locking down and then he's driving to the cup. He's hitting like step back mid ranges. Like, he's hitting floaters in the lane. He's hitting like step back threes. Like, dude, he's doing it all. And I'll tell you why. I, I put a lot of money on the Heat to win the finals when I was at home. I loaded up a certain sports book that I'm not going to say. But it's a legal one at home. I just don't want to give not a sponsor. I don't want to give them any any sort of shine. And I put a decent amount of coin on the Heat to win the NBA Finals at plus three thirty. Wow. Tyler Hero comes back game three. If we steal one game, if the Heat steal one game, we get Tyler Hero back game three. If we steal either game one or two, Tyler Hero's back. Kayla Martin's playing about as good as anyone on the Nuggets. I think I obviously Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are in another tier. They're in the Jimmy Butler tier. <laughs> In terms of role, guys, he's probably playing better than anyone else in the Nuggets. KCP, Michael Porter Jr., whoever it is, he's playing above their standard for sure. If Bam on a bio can just give Jokic trouble, that's all he has to do. Yeah. Just give him trouble. The P.J. Tucker method. That's all P.J. Tucker did when the Bucks won the finals. He just made everyone's life hell that he guarded. Just make it not easy for him. And the Heat can do it. I fully believe that he can do it. So I was crafting. That's interesting to hear that you nuked the Heat to win the finals. Uh, I haven't placed any wagers yet, but I'm going to Vegas tonight, and I will be nuking. Uh, I think it's Nuggets and six. Okay, that's my take, and I will be placing exactly Nuggets four to two, uh, considering that them to win the finals like minus three thirty. So if the Heat win, it'll have to be in seven. I don't think they can. I don't think they'll be able to close it out anywhere near. And if you can win Game Seven in Boston, you can fucking win Game Seven in Denver. Facts, facts, uh, dude. I was crafting my goat, my four leg NHL Stanley Cup slash NBA Finals goat. Well, and so, or I really wanted to put uh, Caleb Martin over points in there. It's a lot of points. Though. He's been goading up, and I love watching him. And he's definitely gonna need to step up in the finals if they want to win it. But. I locked it in. I wake up the next morning. They bumped it down. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Mm. And then I go on surgical stream. Everyone's talking about how much they love the under. And so I'm like, dude. So I cashed out, made a different one. 
But what are your takes on Caleb Martin in this series? Do you think he goes over 68.5 points in those first four games? <laughs> Is that too many points? I think he does. If you, it's really not if you think about it. Four games, he's been averaging, what, like 20-something points against the Celtics? If he has three 20-point outings in game four, you're telling me all he has to do is score nine points and you cover? Yeah, but he averages like 15, 16 a game. And like obviously that last series, he was balling the fuck out, had over 20 a couple times. Is that sustainable, especially if Hero comes back in game three? That's going to take away from his volume. I think it's sustainable because Hero's going to come off the bench. Like his hand is super fucked up. I don't think he's. I think Hero's going to move the needle in terms of they're going to have more depth, but I don't think he's going to be the hero that comes out and gives you like 30, 25 points. I actually was. I don't hate Caleb Martin's over for a couple reasons. I think he's just very hard to guard. When you think about that matchup, it's going to be who? KCP probably on him or Michael Porter Jr. He plays the three or the two for the Heat right now. Mm hmm. I don't know. I do like him to get a couple 20-point games. It's just going to depend, dude. Like, again, I think my best bet, though, is going to be the Nuggets by a million in game one tonight. Uh, this is being filmed on Thursday. I might not bet it. I might bet it because I do have a heat future, so I don't really want to be betting on the Nuggets and rooting for the Nuggets. But I think playing seven games and going up to the altitude is never easy, even if Eric Spolster is saying we can play it on fucking Everest. It's never easy. You saw with the Lakers. Yep. It's just not easy adjusting to it game one. I think game two is probably where you take the heat. But I don't know, dude. He's kind of the guy right now. I know. I know. So I just wanted to avoid it completely. And I did craft a four-legger that I bombed. Four-legger, games one through four, Stanley Cup, NBA Finals. Back against the wall when you make the finals, you go to your goats. This is the four-legger. A rack pays 10 racks. We've got Jokic rebounds. He's going to be fucking crowded. He's got to eat, yeah. He needs, he needs, it's over 55 and a half rebounds. Jimmy Butler, over 23 and a half assists. That's about six a game. We need Kachuk, over four and a half points. Rat fuck. Rat fuck Kachuk. <laughs> and we need Jonathan Marchessault, over 13 SOGs. That's all it is. Four legs. Don't need a fifth. Don't need a sixth leg. Four goblins. I don't hate Marches, so that's a good one. Yeah, he's been ripping, dude. <coughs> um, and Kachuk doesn't really rip, but he scores. No, he, dude, and, Kachuk's a fucking bucket. Yeah, he's a bucket. But he'll have two goals on two shots, you know? So yeah, dude, he it was, fucks. It was either his points or shots. His shots are pretty high, so I was like, fuck it, let's take it. He's this. literally like a little rat. He's, dude. He's rats. Especially <laughs> watching him in person in that Leafs game, bro. I mean, he's just... He's just chirping all game. He's hovering around the refs, making sure they're making the right call. He's such a little rat. Bro. I love him, dude. I love him. That's why he had um, to be in there. Speaking of Kachuk, um, you know they didn't necessarily play them, but I think maybe let's talk about that. Just like a let's let's talk about the uh, the Panthers a little bit, <laughs> real but. quick, dude. Uh, there's this video. I'm really bummed the Celtics didn't make the finals because I was gonna make a funny video about it. But there's this video that's been going viral of Kachuk and Tatum. Uh, in a class project together in what was like high school yeah it's Chaminade in St. Louis mm -hmm. and uh, in the video is my boy Jack Spooner in the same project with literally Tatum Kachuk and Jack Spooner are in this group project what did Jack Spooner end up doing and Jack Spooner <laughs> was my roommate all four years in college no way. yeah and so I was gonna make a video saying like <laughs> uh, you guys have definitely seen this video but let me tell you about this guy in the middle Jack Spooner <laughs> and just like going Joey Delta on. Kai at TCU. <laughs> uh, but no, super funny. That video has been going off everywhere. It was in, they showed it on game seven. No way. Yeah. And so we were all like, dude, Spoon, you're on fucking TNT right now. <laughs> <laughs> what did Spoon end up doing? Uh, he went to grad school at Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's good. He's an accountant. So he's, he's very smart. Probably be the world's best accountant, just knowing how that group that, <laughs> yeah. that that group project worked out. He said Kachuk was exactly how he is on the ice as he was in high school, just really? a fuck, <laughs> yeah, a rat fuck. And he said he said he used to always give him titty twisters and it would hurt like hell. Kachuk yeah. would give him titty twisters, <laughs> yeah, dude. Kachuk, <laughs> the fuck, dude. Kind of makes you like Kachuk even more. Like the titty twisters, such a weird thing yeah. to do to guys. <laughs> I bet Tatum was quiet, though. Yeah, he said Tatum's more of a shy, quiet guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but that that's Chaminade School in St. Louis <laughs> has had some guys come out of it. I know that's Don't get Nick started. one of Yale's you know rivals. Yeah, you got uh, you got Tatum, you got Beal, you got David Lee, 
I mean, there's all kinds of guys. Kachuk, it's a prep school, or it's a boarding school, so there's a lot of guys that come Really in. gnarly boarding yeah. school. Like, really? oh yeah, yeah. dude. I, I was, he would tell a story. I had a couple friends that went to Chaminade that went to TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like a whole different fucking breed over there, man. Really? Yeah. Their facilities are like uh, unbelievable. It's like yeah. IMG? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just nasty. Yeah. So it was always Tatum and Ratfuck Kachuk. Yeah. Imagine like knowing Ratfuck Kachuk in high school. I know. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Just giving titty twisters out like it's his job. If you met Spooner, bro, like he's the fucking man. Like I could just totally see this group project going down the way that it did. And him and Tatum like know each other. Like if he texted Tatum, he'd be like, yo, it's good. Oh, really? Yeah. That's sick, dude. That's like always the coolest when you like know someone and then they end up being like. When the Mavs were in town, the the Celtics were in town against the Mavs. Like he went to the game and like said what up to Tatum after the game. No way. Yeah. Dude, fuck yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fucking sick. What? Yeah, so they're definitely boys. But uh, just a funny thing that was going going around during the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. But uh, I was gonna, you know, make some content about that. But Celtics suck. So you still could with Kachuk though. Rat fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Need need him to go over points. Need it, um, dude. Before real quick, I wanted to say something. Yesterday was the day of the goat whale for me. Yeah, dude, you were. Busting Holy on Twitter, shit. I was like, "My God, Otani's going ding dong." Otani with two nukes, Mookie with two hits, Snell with seven Ks. Wow, and, dude, Jose could have put the cherry on top of a fucking magical day. The Guardian scored eleven runs, and he had one RBI. Josh Naylor had six RBIs, bro. He had bases loaded so many times, and he struck out twice, bro. Uh, Is Josh Naylor right after him in the order? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. fucked. Six RBIs, man. That's fine. And those could have been Jose's. I know. So Come he's on, he's he's selling it a little bit. Lodolo obviously injured, not helping, but just wanted to talk about the goat whale fucking magical day yesterday. Yeah, my goat whale is sucking in piss. <sighs> Sandy Alcantara is a fucking cardboard cutout yeah, on dude, the mound. He, is, he doesn't strike people out, I know, dude. He doesn't. What does he do? He throws like, what the fuck does he do? throws 100 and makes you fucking ground out. But the out. regression is insane, dude. Yeah, his ERA is like tripled. Dude, it's fucking, it's almost four. Yeah. It was just a four ERA. He had like a 1.1 last year. Yeah, he was a magician. I will say Luis Castillo is kind of busting. He's busting. He's doing well. Corey Seager getting hurt didn't help. Um, <coughs> he's still red hot, though. Tim Anderson getting hurt didn't help, but he's like still kind of on pace. Yeah. Bozo Bichette, not bad. Bozo Bichette's a whale. No, like an actual whale. Yeah, that was air. Um, but betting on baseball is so hard, dude. dude I'm like so not hard. looking forward to the summer at all. Yeah. Like, we'll dude, get- but you know what? The, I'm the king of missing by one leg. Oh, my God. I take two overs yesterday, one hits, the last one doesn't. It's like I take a three-teamer, two hits, one doesn't. I just, baseball is the only sport where I will not full fade. I will miss by one leg every time. Dude, what I've been doing, because I'm, the, I'm the same. I'm the fucking same. Two team or three team where you get two or three, three or four every fucking time. Mm-hmm. I, what I've been doing is straight betting. So I'll have four plays and, I'll, and they're all around minus 130, minus 120, minus 110, sometimes plus chicky. Uh, I'll take my three or four favorite plays of the day. I'll nuke them straight, all of them straight. And I'll take two of my favorite of the four and put like five units on each of them. And then the other two, I'll put like two or three units. And then I'll throw one unit on the four-legger. Mm. And I usually end up going two or two of three or three of four, sometimes full sweep. And when I full sweep, I fucking collect fat coin, mm-hmm. which I did this past week. Uh, but if I don't full sweep, I'm still up units. Instead of just banking on a fucking lay... And I've been staying true to that, and I've been making way more units. Straight bets, like, I'm, I've am i always been a parlay guy. Like, I fucking love lays. Mm-hmm. Straight bets don't really do it for me. It doesn't tickle the jimmy. <laughs> but, uh, but since I've been making money, dude, I'm like, this is just the way to do it. Like, straight bets are fucking the move. It's almost like we've been saying that for years i know dude you we, should just straight bet <laughs> facts facts even during college basketball i'd be like just take this one straight be like, i'd be like oh, i'm gonna what, put it with the thunder plus 11 i'm gonna take it with uh yukon minus 300 <laughs> yeah it's like That's what dude? stupid shit no but dude i love i love a good straight bet i've been i've been straight betting soccer lately i got my fucking soul sucked by roma that was fucking dumb um but speaking of uh you know little funny little funny story um I just have like a real quick, um, real quick message to um, the Stars fans, um, the Stars fans that think American Airlines Center is like a good arena. Um, 
the six stars fans on Twitter that got upset with us um, about our take about how shitty that arena is for hockey. Um, I just like a really quick message. Um, you like that? Because you can kiss it if you want. It's for you, guys. I even wore green for you. That's all you guys. All you. Six nothing. Six nothing. Six nothing. Brutal. Six nothing. I knew that shit was locked, bro. In your own house. Six not. How loud was it, you think? <laughs> Dude. You think it was loud? There was a you think it was loud? Bro, I had the nerfy on ice in that game, and I, I'm getting cozy, sit down on my couch to lock in, sweat this out, turn the TV on. The Knights are already celebrating. They already <laughs> fucking scored three minutes in. But you think game. it was loud, though? Because <laughs> that- they said it gets really loud. And I've been there, and it does not get loud, but they said it gets really loud. You think they were loud? Dude, you could hear the fucking players on the bench talking. It was so damn quiet. Six. It's almost the poetic justice. Because our whole take was that the Stars fans, I think a large majority of them, I think there are diehards of every single fan base. The large majority of them, I think you said it perfectly, are there for entertainment, not for fandom. So they don't really care. It's like a Saturday night. Oh, it's a playoff game. Let's go to the playoff game. Me and Chelly sat in the trenches. We were in the upper decks. That's where the real fans sit. We wanted to leave by the second period, and it was a tie game against Kraken. They are there for entertainment, not fandom. And everyone got butthurt because we said the American Airlines Center isn't, it's a Mickey Mouse stadium with a Mickey Mouse fan base. The two biggest blowouts in that series happened in Dallas (laughs) at the American Airlines Center, and one was an elimination game where you got shut out. You got shut out, and you lost six nothing. I'm so glad, dude. We don't have to talk about them six anymore. Six nothing. I'm so glad. I despise the stars, man. Six nothing. And I live in a city where I hate the hockey team. Do you know how much that sucks? <laughs> like, I would like to be a Stars fan. Obviously, I'm always gonna be a Devils fan, but it'd be cool to like root for the Stars fans. But after the reaction of Stars Twitter, my least favorite hockey team on the planet. Yeah. I mean, and because they're shit. <laughs> yeah, I I'm thrilled that they're no longer in the playoffs. I would have hated if they were in the fucking cup. But let's go Mavericks. But also six nothing. It's pretty bad. See at home. At home. They didn't even score. No. God. No. Nobody ripped puck. And I took VGK money line too. I was like, fuck you guys. I wanted to take the plus minus chicken. One. I know. Plus chicken How in the American Airlines Center. It's crazy. I was busting, dude. I was busting. I, I was, was full blown busting. Didn't even watch a fucking. I didn't watch after. a minute. I didn't watch a minute. I watched the first. Because you want to know what's happening? Game seven in yeah. the in Celtics yeah. Heat, and I'd rather watch that than watch the Stars get their dicks punched off. <laughs> I can't like I actually can't believe that that happened. Six nothing. Holy shit! I'm kind of mad though because I don't have my bit anymore of posting the score with the skull emoji. <laughs> that was like my favorite shit ever. It's like three nothing, just like a little tweet with the skull emoji. That shit was funny as fuck. In American Airlines Center. Um. Oh yeah, but let's talk about the hockey a little bit, and then we'll do. Would you rather to wrap it all up? Um. I already said it. I'm on the Panthers to lift the cup at plus one twenty. Um. I guess I think it's just you know I think the the Florida narrative is cool. The Heat, the Panthers, both in it. Um, taking that away, separating it. I do think the Panthers are the better team having watched both of them. I think VGK playing Dallas, it's not necessarily a cupcake walk. I think Dallas definitely gave them a hard time. But the Panthers doing what they did to the Hurricanes, who I think are a much better team than both VGK and Dallas combined, I think makes me feel really good about them being plus chicken. And also just the way that they play, I can't, I can't root for VGK, dude. Like that, like it is going to be like the heavy metal that the Panthers play going against his VGK team. I think like I, I was talking to Chelly about a little bit last episode. He said most of the games are going to go over. I for sure agree with that. I just don't know if VGK is going to have the answer. Really? How many, how many units you got on the Panthers to lift the cup? I put one unit on the Panthers to lift the cup and I put one and a half units on the heat. Okay. And then I put them in a parlay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on VGK, but I think that's fine. I think this is gonna be this is going to be. Hopefully, it's a good series. Well, that's though. what I'm saying. I think this is gonna be the best series we're gonna get in the hockey thus far. I think we had some really great round ones. 
Um, other than that, it's been fucking dog shit. I think this is going to be a really great series. I hope so too. I'd I, I rather kind of back Rat Funk Kachuk. I kind of agree with you in the sense that uh, I, Panthers feel like they're destined and they've got so many guys that are stepping up when they need to, led by Rat Funk Kachuk, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got cracked out Bob right now who's on a different planet. Dude, did Dude. you see that he lost 30 pounds in that four over T game? No way. Yeah, dude. And I saw a video of him after the fact, after the game. He's taking off his gear. Dude, his legs look like fucking Kevin Durant's. No way. It, it, he looked like a skeleton. He had the overs legs? <laughs> uh, and he had 20 bottles of Gatorade in between periods. No yeah. way. And apparently he loses about 15 pounds a game. Well, I guess that makes sense. They wear so much shit as a goalie. Yeah. But you don't think that because I feel like it's so cold on the ice. Dude. Unreal, but cracked out Bob. Obviously, I hate fading. Cracked out Bob, but thirty pounds. Thirty pounds in one game. That's more than water weight, too, right? Yeah. Like I think water weight max is out at what, like fifteen pounds. I don't know, but shit's insane, bro. Unreal. Dude, how uh, do you keep playing? I don't know. Imagine how exhausted you'd be, because you're losing weight, dude. Like it's yeah. not even like you're just tired from the game, but you're also down thirty pounds. Like how are you still like locked in? Yeah, I have no idea. Dude, he's winning the fucking cup. And I have dude. no idea why VGK is favored in this after the way the Panthers have, you know, gotten through the Stanley Cup playoff. The teams that they've beaten, the way that they've looked, their goalie cracked out. I'm shocked they're not the They favorite. always give the upper hand to the team that's going to have Game 7, I feel like. True. They're going to have majority home games. So True. I feel like you normally give it. It's, it's a short line. It's plus 120, I think, like minus 110. And it's interesting. I'm hearing these guys that are, that are respectable Chell knowers saying that these games are going to go over with two goalies that are really cracked out. I respect their opinions, but uh, I don't know how that... How are you scoring on Bobrovsky right now? I just think both teams play a very open style of hockey For that sure. breeds a lot of goals and a lot of shots. So even yeah. if Bob is playing... Bob could have 45 saves with three goals. For 30 sure. 30 saves with three goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but dude, I'm not, I'm not necessarily worried about the Panthers. I would be more so worried about VGK handling the way the Panthers have played because the Panthers have now played three teams. I have no idea how to handle them. It's like like I, like we talked about it. It's fucking... And I've never seen it before, which is why I want to root for them and why I want to watch them. It's fucking heavy metal hockey. Yeah, they get the puck, fling it to an open corner in the ice, and they all rush to it, and then they fire puck You either know how to handle it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. And it's not something where you can adjust game by game because the nature of heavy metal is... Probably 90% of the time, the Panthers don't even know what they're doing. There's nothing really set. Like, I'm sure they have, like, sets that they'll get into, but, like, the thing with Liverpool is they knew what they were doing in transition. The minute the attack started, it was free-flowing. Anything could fucking happen. Like, you can't adjust game by game, watch tape, and be like, all right, well, they're going to be in this spot every time he gets the puck in this corner. Like, no. He might not even be in that spot mm-hmm. when he gets a puck in this quarter next game once. Mm-hmm. Just the way they play, it's fucking insane, dude. It's literally like heavy metal, like you're watching it, and someone's just fucking like ripping a solo like Metallica. So it's like, I'm more so worried about VGK and how they're going to handle it, because it's, uh, it's not easy to handle. Yeah, I mean, these are two over teams. You know, If, these two, if these two teams were playing in the regular season and the over was six and a half, I'm, I'm yeah. probably taking that over with confidence. You know, And there's teams in the, in the NHL that are under teams. And these two teams are definitely not under teams. So, I mean, I see how they can put uh, put puck in that, but I don't know. The over the totals in the in the finals, not really a big fan of them. I'm, I'm more of a money line guy. I root for teams to win and get the job done. But they are fun to sweat. But, dude, I'm, I'm on the Knights, man. I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm going to game one in Vegas yeah, and leaving, leaving today. Um, yeah, give me VGK, man. I'd be interested to hear... Your take, obviously, is going to be fucking Stanley Cup. It's a little bit different. Environment difference between, obviously, the Maple Leafs, which is a massive market. The Dallas Stars, which we know is pretty underwhelming, but should be a big market. And then a brand new team in VGK. Like, I want to hear. Yeah. So, it's like, take in the environment a lot. Because I want to hear about, like, the differences. Obviously, Stanley Cup, so it's going to be more packed, more loud than normal. But I feel like there's going to be a large difference between that and a Dallas game where you were at, where it mattered with the Kraken. For sure. So I'm interested to hear like that environment. Because they're both in America now. It's not like the Canada difference, yeah. which I feel like is a big difference in hockey. I've been to... I lived in Vegas and been to a couple nights games last year. 
their in their regular season games and they're fucking electric. First yeah. of all, they like put on a show pregame, mm. which is dope. Like the intros are super hype, gets everyone super rowdy. Uh, so from what I remember from that, and I went to a crazy ass game, bro. They were down three nothing in the third period, and they came back and scored four goals in the third. So oh, and that place yeah. was rocking. So from what I've been to in Vegas, it's been electric, way more electric than the fucking Mickey Mouse show down the street yeah, here. Down the, down the street. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, definitely we'll be making some hype content and I'll let you know the vibe. Let's go. Yeah. I want to know what the environment difference is like, um, well, you do have to run on a treadmill for 20 minutes on TikTok live. I totally thought you'd forget about that. In a shirt and tie. Um, <sighs> but I, we, I think we should do another punishment for the VGK series. Cause obviously I'm on the Panthers. Yeah. Um, I think the Nuggets would be dumb cause it's minus 300, but I'm all in on the Panthers. You're all in on VGK. Maybe we can think of a punishment for next episode. We'll try to figure it out yep. when you're home, or we'll take the weekend to try to think of one. Yeah. Um, a really funny one, though, that I was thinking about because we were doing it down the shore is you have to spend, because we did it, and it's like, I feel like if you're not doing what we did, it wouldn't be that much fun. You have to spend like a work shift amount of time at like a bar, but you can't have a single beverage. What? Like you can only be drinking waters, but you have to be there from like 2 p.m. to like 2 a.m. close. No way. Surrounded dude. by like the most hammered people ever and you're only drinking waters. Like I feel like it would be hell on earth. That would suck. Dude. Yeah. And you got to like vlog it too. You got to be like, all right, we're on hour four. Like everyone's starting to get really drunk around you and you're like so sober but now we'll think of something i'll try to think of something because that one could be awful like just imagine skellig like just stone cold Dude. sober till 2 a.m I'd, i i might that would be brutal be man um all I right nick you got some would you rathers yes sir all right uh let's get into this here would you rathers would you rather never use your phone again or never be able to watch tv tv yeah i need my phone tv for sure Especially in the job we're in. Mm, I don't even watch that much TV unless it's a sport. I don't. Well, you can't use TVs for watching games either, so. Can I use my phone to watch games? Mm, I guess. Then, boom. I don't even need to watch the games. I should just score (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mikey doesn't even fucking watch the game. Would you rather know when you're dying or how you're dying? (sighs) Would I rather know when I'm dying or how I'm dying? How, I guess. I'd want to know when, because if I know how, I'd be like, I'd be nervous. Like, you're going to get hit by a car every time I'd be like at a crosswalk. I'd be like, but it could be when I'm like 90. I'd like to know when I'm dying. Because if they're like 48, I'd be like, oh, I got 20 years. Let's get weird. Like 90, I'd be like, oh, I could fucking take my time doing some shit. Yeah. You know? What if it was like next week? I'd go crazy. That'd dude. be whack, dude. I'd literally go crazy. I'd rather just know how. I'd GTA it. I'd go nuts. <laughs> I would literally go insane. I don't know what I'd do. I'd go nuts. I would just get so drunk every day. I'd like try every drug all at once, just like see what would happen. What if it was like you have a week and I just ended up like? But that—that's what I'm, I just, that's what I'm saying. You end up causing your own death because no, you think yeah. You what if I like did it earlier? Then they were like, it could be a week, and then I was like, oh, it's a week, and then I ended up like killing myself because I just like did crazy shit. That would suck. That's what I'm saying. Like you find out you're dying in a week, which causes you then to like do crazy shit, which ends up causing you to die in that week. In that week, yeah. And then it was all just jokes. Yeah, imagine the guy was like. Wait, that was a bit. He's dead? You're like, yeah, he's dead. He took acid mushrooms and dead ass all at once and thought he was a bird. Had a crazy OD. Um, oh, that's good. Uh, would you rather pry off Wait, your- what would you do? I'd rather know when or how. How? Yeah. Like, don't you think you'd live with anxiety if you had that? I'm living with anxiety regardless <laughs> of the outcome. Whether I know or know how. Know and how I'm dying. We're good. But what if it was like a plane? Every time we traveled, you'd be like, oh. Yeah, that would be fucking so scary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'd be like, I want the last ride. Here we go. Like every time you took a plane, but it could be when you're like 90. Yeah. You just fly with Mike because Mike knows he's dying at 90. And so if you just get on a plane, you know, you're not going to die. Yeah. yeah. But what if the plane crashes? I survive. He's dead. Ooh, that would suck. That would. I'd be like, Trent, <laughs> where is he? Yeah, uh, what else going. we got? Uh, would you rather pry off a th- your thumbnail with a fork or stick a toothpick under your big toe and kick a Dude, wall. Dude, fuck that. I'm not doing the second option. That's literally one of my biggest, like, cringy. Wait, what was the first one? First one was pry off your thumb thumbnail Dude, with a fork. Fuck that. Or stick a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall. I'm not answering Ooh, that. I'm not doing the toothpick. That would suck. I'm not answering that. So you pry off your thumbnail with the yeah. fork? I'd do the thumb with the fork. Woo! 
Ah, but you know, oh my god, could you? Dude, no. Yo, that's fucking. That's foul. <laughs> that's a foul. I do the thumb though, dude. The kick would just be. I, that's making my leg hurt. I think I'd go with the kick. Dude. Oh my god, no! Because yeah, the toothpick yeah, yeah. would be so far into your toe. Yeah, long it takes. Oh my god, dude! All right, next one. I actually can't think of it. It's making my feet hurt. All right, last one. Oh, could you imagine though? <laughs> the toothpick going deep into your toe, and you'd have to like ah. All right, yeah, last one's not that. a um. Not a would you rather, but it was just another question on there. What cartoon character would you want to have sex with? <laughs> I got I got three. Jesus, bro. What? Three. How do you have three off the top of your head that <laughs> I got, quickly? I got three. I got three. But you want one, two, or three? Which one you want? I want all three. I already, I, can I guess one of them? Yeah, go ahead. Mrs. Incredible? No, actually. <laughs> but dude, dude, I got four. <laughs> I got four, dude. <laughs> All right, what are yours? Well, hold on. So you got a wagon. I just want to make sure that, like, hold on. I'm I'm claiming Mrs. Incredible. You're <laughs> claiming Mrs. Incredible? Yeah. Um. All right, thank God. Judy Hopps could get it seven days a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know Judy Hopps? Yeah. Dude, that <laughs> thing be thanging. And she's kind of cute. Yeah, she's Can cool. we get Judy Hopps on the TV? <laughs> Can you pull up Judy Hopps on the TV? She's pretty yeah. cute. Judy Hopps, you know who I'm talking about yeah. from Zootopia? Yeah. Dude, she's kind of bad. She's kind of bad. She's kind of bad, dude. Uh, who else? Um, well, I mean, obviously. I don't want to give away my top three of animated characters that I would absolutely ravage. Judy Hopps was one. Okay. Um. But it's like weird because a lot of the animated shows that were on when we were little that I developed it on, I don't know how old the character was. So if I say it now, it's like could be weird. It could be weird. You know what I'm saying? That's why I went with the safe choice and a mom. Yeah, you went mom. I went, you went mom. mom. But let me let me just look this up. Yeah, she's bad. Dude. <laughs> she probably throws it back. Dude, that's what I'm saying. But not just throws it back, throws it back with pace. The rabbit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be in there and be fuck going nuts and they eat carrots all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it was always Judy Hopps, number one. Um, yeah, see what I mean? Like, Kim Possible 17. I can't be saying on the internet. Oh, that, wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, when I was little. I mean, she's definitely older now, no? Yeah, yeah. Kim Possible of today. Yeah. If she aged throughout the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, and then, like, the daughter in The Incredibles, whenever she hit like 21, <laughs> she got that goth thing going. Man, that was my top three, though. Like when I was little, those two for sure. But then Judy Hopps, top three. Was, Judy Hopps was a revelation later on. That's like, a W. Yeah. I like it. You know, I actually want to look up. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to stick with uh, Mrs. Incredible. She's got a she's got a donk. <laughs> <laughs> and she's stretchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's dude, flexible. Yeah, she'd be, she'd be, you'd be in angles you didn't even know existed. Um, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit's a classic one. That's like the one from like Bugs Bunny and them. Remember her? Oh, dude, fucking Daphne from the Mystery Machine, Scooby Doo. That's that's free. I might have to go. I might have to go. No rap with Daphne. <laughs> If she was 21, 21 plus Daphne. Oh, man. That's dude. a fucking, like, that's a Lola Bunny. Some good options. Lola Bunny. Betty Boop, that's terrible. Terrible. A shocker. Max Goof. That. All right. Yeah. What are we I, doing I, with this? I easily this is win. just animated porn. <laughs> I easily win this debate. Oh. Uh. I easily win this debate. That is a fucking donk. <laughs> that's a that's a goat whale. That's like an actual goat whale. A suit on or no suit? Suit uh, or no suit? Suit at first. Yeah. Like if it was like normal pedestrian clothes, I'd be out. Suit. Suit. Though. I'm all, all the way in. in dude. All in. Can you pull up? Um. Frozone is on here. What the fuck? What? Yeah, it's fucking weird. Frozone. Mar Marge Simpson is on here too. She's probably bad. Oh, dude. April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm not familiar. <laughs> not familiar. It takes some time to get familiar later. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, that's that's my top three, though. 
Those are my top three. W's top three. Yeah. I'm probably going to get murdered on the internet for that. <laughs> it's not something I think about a lot, though. I feel like I attack this question. Like, I think about this a lot. Yeah, dude. April O'Neil could fuck. I don't man. know. That's a little Seven out of days a week. <laughs> She's a news reporter, though. God. Yeah. I'm going to town. <laughs> that's that's the town right there. You know what the the coach of the Celtics was watching the town seven days a week. That's that's the town. That's the town. I'm going to town on that all day. Um, do we have another one, or is that the last one? You yeah, that's the last one. Um, do you want to do goat of the week? Because this is the Friday episode. Goat of and the week. We had a week. long long weekend. Sure. Yeah. All right. Do go to the week for those of you that may not know the goat of the week is someone in your life, either personally, professionally, or betting wise, that really came through for you this week. Um, you know, through Memorial Day weekend. This is our Friday episode, so you had a whole weekend, a whole week to really think about it. Um, my go to the week, I feel like I'm going to go two. I'm going to go one, Jimmy Butler. I'll just be honest. I don't mind being soft for a minute. The guy just inspires me. Every time he opens his mouth and every time I watch him, like, do his job and, like, go to work, he's just someone that makes you want to get up and start going. Facts. Like, it's just something about him. He's got that energy to him where, like, the level of fucks he doesn't give is almost inspiring because of how much he, like, believes in, like, himself and, like, his team and whatever it is. Um, so, I think he's definitely one of my go-to-the-weeks. Second one, um, you know, it'll be a repeat go-to-the-week. My mom, haven't seen her in a minute. Great to spend a week with her. You know, w's. I miss that lady. Love it. Um, go to the week for me have to be Shohei Otani. Okay, let's go. Going uh, on a business trip to Chicago and leaving with three bombs. Love it, love it. Huge for the goat whale. Huge for the Angels. They're starting to lock in and look good offensively. Uh, the AL West is a division that is certainly fun to watch. But Shohei Otani leading the way. Three bombs this week. Stay hot, Shohei. And also shout out my mom as well. Spent some good time with her over the weekend. Let's go. Uh, had to throw that in there since you kind of set me up for that. It was always the moms. <laughs> Nick? It was always the moms. My go of the week is got to be Matthew Kachuk. I mean, taking the Panthers over. He's going to be, I mean, St. Louis kid. We always got to rep the St. Louis boys. Mm. Uh, Matthew Kachuk. Also, I don't know if you guys saw this on my, I tweeted it out, but uh, Lowen on, on STLSC this past week had the nastiest goal I've ever seen in soccer. I if did you see it. Watch this free kick. It was the dirtiest thing from about 30 yards outside the box. Free kick takes it, bends it right in the top corner. So, really great. He's been really good for us, too. You need so to watch that. Also, a go to the week because he's been playing really well. Let's go. Kachuk, um, definitely worthy of a go to the week. Definitely. Go to the weeks are always yeah, St. Louis. You know, you gotta, always. You got to represent St. Louis. <laughs> always. <laughs> Literally always. Even when the Cardinals are like sucking, he was like, the Cardinals. They suck, but they're my go to the week. Hey, uh, you got to pick out the player, just find the right <laughs> yeah. guy. Like, yeah, that's one guy. No, I love it. Um, no, it's been another episode of The Will Be Seen. It's good to see everybody again. Good to be back in the stew. Um, hopefully, you have a good trip in Vegas and uh, tell me they can find you. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Booker with Trent. And tune into the Twitch channel every weekday. Twitch channel is at Book of Sports. You can find me everywhere, Mikey Over. Other than Instagram, it's michael.j.overs. And we will, in fact, we'll be seeing. Appreciate you guys.